0: <laughs> <laughs> Nose at this point. All right, episode twenty-six of boss's Big Three. We are back, back-to-back weeks for the first time since a while. But hey, we've done this for like what? was, it was it? a decade. Six six months straight. Took a little time off. New year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> new decade, new us. All right, and uh, we said this before in the past, but we are going to be on Apple or Spotify sometime in the near future. So for who, those who just tune in for, the, like, want to hear one segment, like, last week, you want to hear Spike King talk about his tattoo and all that debacle, uh, and you didn't stick around for the whole episode, we're going to be on Apple and Spotify, so next time you're like, what? I was going to say a lot mowing of your lawn. Lawns, though.
1: Like, you, you say, like, oh, I'm going to post three things on about NBA on Ride the yeah. Wave. That never happened. You say yeah. you're going to end up changing the logo. That never happened. I changed
0: the logo? Like, oh, I mean, the main one.
1: Yeah. You just you talk a lot. Dude. I've said multiple <laughs> times I don't know how to make a logo. You disappear and and yeah, we did it six months straight, and then you literally disappeared on us. Like you just vanished
0: in thin air, like you're gone. I know you're
1: upset about Penn State. You know the national yeah. title <laughs> didn't happen. Not even you, that. We're... we're
0: gonna talk about some other Penn State stuff that popped off. Uh, at the end of the show. But as always, we are sponsored by One One Hundred. <clears throat> One 100 is the only online raffle website giving fans and experience seekers the chance to win tickets to live sporting events, concerts, music festivals, and more. Uh, whether it be from your desktop or mobile device, winning tickets to your favorite event has never been so easy and fun. Choose your desired event, purchase a raffle ticket into the draw, and you could be the lucky winner. Celtics and Bruin season is uh, amidst, so you could enter the raffles for those, and we always have Stuff going on for that. I think we have a raffle going on soon, right? I saw a story post that we throw on at Ride the Wave Media. Give them a follow if you don't know that company because this is the company. <laughs> but just in case, Ride the Wave Media, uh, we update our story posts a lot, telling you guys when the next raffle will be. we even have some posts here and there. Check them out. Check out one 100. I've only heard good things about the people who won and even the people who lost. Dude, you spent, what, $3 on a ticket so you didn't get a medium coffee today. Like, you'll live. Yeah.
1: It's actually, they have Lakers coming up. That Lakers game is very Southwest expensive Lakers. to get into. Yeah. And they my have brother, like, row five.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, one of my brothers and his friend for Christmas, they got tickets. But like his friend got him the tickets. Yeah. His mom's like, whatever, pick any game you want. Didn't really look at the price. He bought $500 tickets with a credit card.
2: Holy <laughs> cow.
1: <laughs> Holy God. I would have did the same
0: thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's in range. A, some I mean, cost at that point. But the, let's got get
2: unlimited money
0: into so what, the NFL playoffs real quick. Pages are out. Uh, it's still, it's a, yeah, Pages did not fire their way back into the playoffs this weekend, uh. but, uh, yeah, a lot still of, happened. lot of just random games, a lot of weird outcomes. It's, uh? Yeah. What was the first game? It was, it wasn't Texans. Yeah. Chiefs was, it was?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. So the, the, the first game was, um... The Titans and, and Ravens was the 8 o'clock game.
0: No, it was the Niners. It was the Niners game. Oh, Niners. Niners-Vikings. And- oh, yeah, the Super Bowl champion the Vikings. Vikings uh, lost in the division.
1: <laughs> wow. You know, there goes my pick. And obviously, I was all about the Vikings this year. Um, the Niners looked so good. They They look look so good, and you know what? Jimmy G didn't even have a great game. If you look at the stats that he had, he had like one touchdown, a hundred and something, a little under two hundred. But that team overall looks good, and that team looks like they should win the Super Bowl. Very well rounded. That looks like the team that's going to win it all right now. And um, again, I'm I don't want the Niners to win it all. I just don't want to hear the narrative in Boston that will happen when they win, that Jimmy G should have stayed in New England, that we should have moved on from Tom Brady. That way we could have Jimmy G for the next 10 years, and that's going to end up happening.
0: I think that narrative will come out either way, though. I'm looking at it. If Uh, If you're a Patriots fan and you don't want to see Jimmy Garoppolo win the Super Bowl over Mahomes or Rodgers, then you're a psychopath. Like You should want... Like, one of your, like, a.k.a. homegrown guys. He's, like, not really yeah, homegrown. Yeah, but...
1: I want the Tennessee Titans. I okay, want, then. I want a...
0: <laughs> Titans right, well, versus I want Chiefs. Logan
1: Ryan to be a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. You know? He already is. So I want him to Bravo. be it again. <laughs> no, no, I, the I want, on the I just IR.
0: want to be good. Like, show that, like, oh, he's a legitimate quarterback. The Patriots has. something. He's already right. shown but, that. Yeah. yeah, he's proven but, that. Uh, then, all right, then I want him to be great. <laughs> if that's okay. I that's want the Jimmy thing Garoppolo thing to is, lead team in to this offense. In this Niners offense, it's all about the run. He's almost a like compliment to their main offensive strategy. At one point during the Vikings game, they ran the ball ten times in a row, and they got first downs on three of the plays. Like it's kind of unbelievable the zone blocking scheme they got over there that just sets up the pass, and then it's one on one with Kittle down the middle, and they can't stop it
2: it is exciting looking at these teams that performed like so below expectations in the, their first year like with Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo in their first like full season you see Garoppolo goes down with an injury and Kyle Shanahan's offense doesn't look as like exciting as it's supposed to be as it was in Atlanta and then like seeing what he is able to do when this team is fully healthy for an entire season and they're a game away from the Super Bowl it's really exciting to see. I
0: think Sam it was a big guy for them as well. He's become oh, yeah. one of the best receivers in the league I think period. Not even on that team. Would you rather have Kittle or Kelsey? Kittle. Kelsey. Ooh, that's Whoa. a good question. I kind of want to go Kittle because I think Kittle's better blocking than Kelsey is. I think Kittle's more Gronk-like, so that's I why. I hate uh, Travis Kelsey okay. with every fiber of my being. No, he's not. Scott, Scott Zola got a tough. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <yes. laughs> yeah he yeah, had a yeah, cold he take. Yeah. Very cold. coldest like, take kid. of the week. It was like the epitome of don't drink and tweet. Is Scott Zola right. like he had like seven like tweets in a row just like going at Kelsey like nobody else. I was like, "Jeez, dude." At least he didn't delete it. He he, he owned it, it. Yeah. And, and he lived it. So like someone someone seven, called him out seven. too. He was like, "You didn't delete this." He's like, "Dude, I can't delete this." Like, nah. it's a <laughs> you know, uh, screenshot everywhere. Era. I do wonder if something happened like pregame when he was on the field like talking to everybody if he had some words with Travis Kelsey because this kind of came out of nowhere because everybody knows Kelsey's the real deal, the top three tight end in the NFL. Like I, I know Zoe at least respects his game. So I really do wonder if something happened yeah, game shake, where he just like them. Oh, like he might have just like out. gone to. What space makes you
1: hate Kelsey?
0: Like, yeah, I don't understand. D- I don't he understand was like, that.
1: He's
2: like like a rival to the Patriots. Yeah, would,
1: yeah, and he's, he's a diva. He
2: Forms great against the Patriots. That's
0: he's literally like, like, you could say the
1: same thing about Gronk. Like if you don't like the Patriots, you'd be like, oh yeah. screw Gronk. Like All right, Gronk well a like, lot of people say screw
0: Gronk, so I say screw Kelsey. Simple as that. He's he's just one of the most aggravating people. Like. Obviously, he doesn't fit the quote-unquote tight end mold of like, oh, like ground and pound. Like he has all these peers, like he has his ears pierced. He's trying to look flashy, he's trying to be a pretty boy. And I just, he just drives me nuts. Like he was on my fantasy team. He was a wicked good NFL player. Uh, no I'm, biased. I'm biased.
1: I'm biased because I met him last year down in Atlanta before the Super Bowl two days beforehand. And he was rooting for me, not the pages, He was rooting for me we'll and hopefully the tattoo won. And he was really nice to me in GRD. And he was cool. We had a couple. We had some beers. We drank some Coors Lights with him. Took a picture with him. He was nice. And now, since then, I said, I'm over forever, Kelsey. And before that, yes, I could see your take and be like, oh, he's, I don't like him because he plays for the Chiefs. He plays. He's like a diva. I, I see that take. Dude, he's a nice guy. He really is. He's sure in his overalls. He, is, bro. Just playing... he just
0: flashed. He's in his overalls. He's just, I don't know. He's a funny <laughs> I'm playing dance. the role of angry man sitting on his couch at home watching someone do better than him. It's all exactly. that. It's <laughs> yeah. like, there's you no really well. Like I'm, sure, I'm sure he's a Celtics. really good guy. Yeah, even though I love Giannis, though. Like, yeah.
2: You don't want to see like other players perform crazy well against your team. No, but you like can't
0: hate Giannis. Like Giannis, like the most lovable NBA I, it's, star. Yeah, it's not the best. Maybe like of the world. last decade. The like, point
2: is still there, where a guy is like a great athlete. He's he's got a personality. He's like the world knows who this guy is and just performs well against your favorite team. It's going to happen. And so, uh, Travis Kelsey
0: is that.
1: So let's stick with the NFC here. Packers end up taking over the uh, Seahawks. What do you think about that game?
0: Uh, okay, Russell Wilson carried that Seahawks team on his back. <laughs> he it is was that broken. Team. He, like, fractured something in his back after that game. It was kind of unbelievable to see. That run game, Marshawn Lynch, like, it was cool to see him come back. Did not really have a huge impact at the I end hate. of the day. He scored four times. Like, yeah, that's a it might seem like a lot in the amount of games you played, but he averaged what? I think it was, like, less than three yards a carry. Yeah, I think he only had, like, and, 40 like, three yards. He wasn't like, ready to go. Take, take really, care of your mental. Yes, take care yes, of your there. chicken. He ran out ran off into the sunset with an all-time Marshawn Liz quote, which uh, is all We could ask that was the most Seahawks game of all time and the fact that like weren't really in it They came back in it and then uh, I don't know like a call didn't go their right way Which I have a problem with that call if the yellow line is gonna be, line Unofficial yeah, it wasn't Devont- if we yeah. see Devonte Adams post something with a red line Why don't we use a red line on TV? They, well, it is 2020. So I they can call someone on an Apple Watch if I wanted to. And I can't even get an official line. So they they
1: I know Fro has been talking about it, and I think it's this year they've been doing it. Like they have a pylon cam at the first down markers. Why don't they have like a laser that just shoots straight out and be like, that's the line, and you can actually see it on the field or so, or something like that? Why is there not sort of some sort of technology like that that's on the field with like lasers that just point? Straight what,
2: if, if you got that coming from one sideline one pl- like one guy on the sideline getting in the way like one wide receiver outside the line is, could get in the way of that and you want to be able to see where it's at yeah. yeah cool
0: idea if all these like new stadiums are being built like the raiders if i were the raiders this would be a million dollar idea <laughs> uh which which isn't what they're looking for they're <laughs> looking for billion dollars ideas so this is a billion dollar idea i would like because it's going to be turf underneath mm. the turf you put these like lights these like Whatever you want to call them. And on the actual field, like, whatever, like, 10 yards is, like, that part of the the line across. So, you see the legit yellow first down marker. But you see it, it's just lit up over turf, so it's not killing grass or anything. Can't kill turf. You do so just I, brighter lights. Like, yeah. you know how,
2: like, on the on the Sunday Night Football broadcast, think, like, they're for, just changing the color of the grass now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the yeah.
1: little uh, block yeah. <laughs> Human, human error is always part of the game, though, and it needs to be part of the game. Oh, absolutely. It has to be part of it because this is the whole debate of, like, first. it makes us debate. But here's the thing. It's just funny how Twitter was going after that, but then you can see the other side where the yellow line was clearly, like, a half a yard oh, away. Yeah. And it was a first down, and we just move on.
0: And honestly, I think the NFL likes the controversy because it brings more attention br- to br- their conversation. Base. Like, exactly. the, the angrier fans get, the more they want to watch the <laughs> game to make sure the refs don't mess up again. And it's
1: kind of it's kind of like after the Super Bowls over, like when free agency hits and the draft comes, like they want to be talked about more than the NBA and the NHL. Right. Like they want everyone to talk. They want those off-field antics too. Like they want that shit because it just, everyone's talking about their league. Well, that's and then why that's the more NBA attention. Succeeds.
0: The NBA off season is sometimes way more entertaining than yeah. like the NBA season. Like especially every four years when all these huge contracts go up. Like this was the first summer since what, the 2015, 2016 summer when KD and all of them were free agents, and like that's the biggest story. Like every single day, you were waiting for like that woge bomb. Like,
1: you know, there's even, nothing like even,
0: that in right even now. Years yeah. ago,
1: like LeBron and the decision, like that was huge. Like, you're watching, you're sitting down, they have a special for it,
0: you know? Yeah, that's the thing though, because the NFL can't really compete on that scale because it's a, just a matter of roster size. The NBA has the almost like the same amount of money the NFL team has, and it's only 12 players they spend it on. They'd spend it on 53 in the NFL, so it's hard to make those splash signings, especially cross-conference. When the NBA, you can right. go anywhere. And it's a different culture in the NBA, I'd argue, too. Because the NBA is all about flip-flopping now and going to the best team possible, and the NFL still really hasn't gotten there yet. Well, that's
2: why the Kirk Cousins deal a few years ago was such a big deal, because he was really the first
0: real free agent quarterback since maybe Peyton Manning. Yeah. And not even that. The Peyton Manning hype was a little like right. dimmer too because he had that neck thing going on mm-hmm. so nobody really knew if he would come back to you know form but then right. they give her cousins 30 million guaranteed uh let's sure. go over to afc touch on those games real quick uh it is january 16 2020 and there are still houston texans fans out there like the fact that you guys stick with that one <laughs> fan base who continues to just put a knife in your throat and twist it every single season. And you are up 24 nothing against Mahomes and the Chiefs. That felt like a college game. I never thought the Chiefs were out of that, that thing. Was, I'm like, dude, Mahomes could just snap like that. Next thing you know, they get three possessions in a row in their own territory. I mean, in Texans' territory.
1: A couple of things about that game. First of all, I saw some tweets flying out there saying that was one of the greatest comebacks. No, the the, the, the Patriots come back yeah. like, it's like they came back by halftime and they were leading by halftime. Exactly. And it's just great. Cause you know what? Pat Mahomes and that offense, they're explosive. Um, number two, Pat Mahomes' girlfriend's an idiot. I hate, I hate her, her so much. She's so, so
0: annoying. Much.
1: So <laughs> annoying. The same one that comes out and complains about Patriots fans harassing her. There's probably a reason why you got harassed because you act like that. And I, I just can't wait for a woke Jean, woke John, fucking raid on that one. She <laughs> has
0: the most aggravating voice, like the like know. nails yeah. on a chalkboard voice. Whenever Ugh. she started screaming, it was like, dude, like if I could deport someone that would, like, this <laughs> would be you. I'm just throwing like a sailboat. In the I Pacific mean, like ocean. give her a break because she is dating Kermit the Frog. So, it's kind of like, it must be hard for him. To, I mean, not hard for him. Ready? Not a quarterback.
1: Come on, tune in and
0: say, all oh, those people that doubted us and hated on us and thought we were going to lose this day. Yeah! Yes, I did! Yes, yes I did! I did. I did. <laughs> Bet tonight, just yes, think I about Pat. he wakes up to that yeah. sound every single morning, like, her and Mahomes talking, kind of like your point, that must be the worst sounding voices in, like, a house history. Oh, yeah. 100%. You just hear Kermit the Frog on one side, and then you hear a squawk of crows coming down <laughs> the other side. <laughs> uh, another,
1: another thing, another tweet I saw. So what I like to do is I'm a big fan of Reddit, and what I like to do is go on the subreddits of, like, the Texans, and I go on the Chiefs, and you get to read everything. Everyone wants Bill O'Brien gone. They are just saying they are so embarrassed to a Texans fan. And it's crazy because I believe three out of the last four years they've won the division or something like that. And they've been in the playoffs and just can't get over that hump. It's like the Marvis, Marvin Lewis hump of like in the Cincinnati Bengals where it's like you guys are OK every few years, but you just can't get over that. Um, and another tweet I saw since 2014, the Colts, the Jaguars and the Titans have all made the AFC title game. The Texans have not made it. And wow. that's sad. And, that's and they've sad. arguably
2: been the most successful regular season and team, too. And they two. have been.
1: yes, like, oh, compared to all those other teams. It's Jaguars have their one year, they make it, they're gone. Titans probably their one year here, they make it, they're probably gone. And the Colts, I mean, they don't have luck anymore, yeah.
0: but... I, know, had a quick, I had a quick question for Babs, actually. So, uh, speaking of Marvin Lewis, before Mike McCarthy was hired by the Dallas Cowboys, he was brought in for an interview. And people kept making noise about the Rooney rule and whether or not it was an actual serious inquiry Clearly. to hire. What, is, what even is the Rooney rule? I've so heard roo- that. So the Rooney like a rule dog. basically was put in place to make sure that like minority coaches and stuff weren't being neglected in the job hiring process. So yeah. like they have, it's like they have to bring in like a certain amount of like different like, you know, like minorities yeah. and stuff to like, yeah, yeah. To, like hire, or, like entertain the hire. And Obviously, Marvin Lewis is a bum. Like, he's not a good coach. We know that. That's been established. So do you think that this whole Marvin Lewis, like, nonsense is being overhyped? Or do you think it's just, like, part of the process? Did they bring him in for an interview? Mm Mm-hmm. Good God.
1: So you're saying they purposely bring him in in order for the— That's what I'm saying.
0: There's, like, an outcry on social media. Stephen A. Smith was very upset about it. Um, they probably just bumped, bumped into up, each other I on the street. Be like, I, don't oh, think,
1: I don't think I don't think he's a total bum of a coach. I mean, you're consistently going like eight and eight. Actually, you look at some of his like records, they're not terrible out there. Six and ten to nine and seven or ten and six is where you're gonna get it. Like, why isn't he, you know, a coordinator on one of these crappy ass teams like that are a go- uh, three win team or something like that? I still think he has a shot. I got mm-hmm. I think like kind of like what McCarthy did suppose Supposedly, because now that shit's coming out that McCarthy didn't do anything in the offseason. He actually didn't watch tapes and this and that. <laughs> but Marvin Lewis does maybe need to take a step back, you know, coach himself again, um, uh, learn a little bit more, and then go back out there. I don't think he's being blackballed or anything like that, but I don't know. I don't want to get into a whole race thing. It's just – it's ugly. Yeah. It's just ugly. Not my not my subjects I want to talk about.
2: Yeah, you don't want three white guys on a podcast talking about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing there's four of us. Um mm. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> uh, uh, I Lamar Jackson, out of the playoffs. Pooped not
2: surprising. Not
0: great. Not surprising. Actually, it's bad. not surprising.
2: I'm, I'm pretty surprised by it, considering oh. like how No, like how great that team was during the regular season they just showed everything they were able to do they've before never the
1: been battle tested during the regular season they've never been tested and when they get tested like the Cleveland Browns game which was like their last loss they can't come back from that and if you saw Lamar Jackson's face and you saw his body language that game he was pissed off he was never cool calm, and collective he never said okay we can do this he just seemed rattled he gets rattled and the same thing happened last year when the Chargers came in there and beat his ass for three straight quarters now he started coming back in that Game last year, but there was it, that's good coaching on Vrabel's part when you have Derrick Henry throwing touchdowns and Tannehill rushing touchdowns and just the different. It's good that the defense steps up. They went in there, smacked him in the mouth, and it also should show they shouldn't have had three weeks off. They should. It, it's kind of one of those things that they should have played week 17. Right. They got to keep that flow going. But then you start. I said this in our chat that night. You go to the Ravens' um, Instagram, you start looking at the videos pregame, you laugh at them. And then you say, no wonder why they lost. You see Lamar Jackson hopping on the car and say, hey, like we should drive in like that. It just shows they're not, they're not mentally there for a playoff game. And how is Harbaugh uh, uh, allowing that to happen? You're letting the inmates run the asylum, and that should not be happening. And this is why... Belichick, to his credit, has been successful for 20 years. Because even when they lose like this year and it sucks, you know that team's going right back in the playoffs next year because Belichick is going to keep everybody whipped into shape.
2: It can't be overlooked that the Ravens lost that game, but the Titans deserve to win that game. Considering where they've been the last two weeks beating the New England Patriots at home and then the Baltimore Ravens who were one of the top 4 Super Bowl con- or favorites to contend for the title this year and beating both those teams at home within basically the same week is unreal and it should be accredited to how great a coaching staff, how great those players are performing over in Tennessee and I think if they if they were to go on the road three straight weeks to beat the Patriots, Ravens and Chiefs, they should easily be considered the Super Bowl favorites. Yep,
0: no, I agree. Um, but like, I think I said this last week, maybe the week before when I was on, um, the Ravens' style of offense only works when you're ahead because they mm-hmm. control the clock with the run and they play good defense. That's how it's always been. It's, That's fair. It's, old, it's old school football, right? The only time besides the last game they did not lead in the first quarter was the Cleveland Browns game, a game which they lost. The Baltimore Ravens were frauds the entire damn time because if they don't get the offense going early in the game they're gonna lose it because they can't come from behind because they are a run dominated team they waste too much time on the clock and you saw it in the last game that's a good point like you could bring up like a
2: hypothetical if you were to say you're running out of time and you're down a few points you see it in the the, the uh, Texans Chiefs game and you see it in the, the Ravens Titans game when one team got behind they had like the, the talent through the passing game over in kansas city to get themselves back into that game very very fast and like you're talking about clock management with the running the ball baltimore just couldn't do that because of how dominant they were and it, it, it was apparent if you give me patrick mahomes in that situation and his group of receivers i think they'd be able to get back into the game because they're moving the ball so fast down the, down the field
1: yeah. It's kind of crazy too because I believe right before halftime, I didn't really watch the games this weekend. But right before halftime, I believe they were in the two-minute offense and they just drove right down the field. Like Lamar was getting them down the field. It's just like, why can't you just do that all just game? Stalled. Like, why yeah. can't you just fucking just like just and he was he was launching. It. He was throwing it out there, man. He was getting out there. I just like, why can't you do that the entire game? You also give give, give uh, to build like time management. That's what Rabel's all about. That's mm-hmm, what the, mm-hmm. I think they're like third in the league in like time management, time clock, owning the clock, eating the clock. That's all it did was eat the clock all game long, eat that clock. Good at that. The and two also, things, shout out to the, Derrick Henry, dude. Derrick Henry's a yeah. fucking
0: beast. I've said you this know, The two this things that year. matter in a football game the most controlling the line of scrimmage and controlling the clock. Mm-hmm. And the Titans did both. Also, mm-hmm. to quote the great Logan Ryan after the game, they ran Madden and Gage Eight the whole damn game and trusted man to man defense. That takes balls. Vrabel has balls. He trusted his guys to go one on one with Hollywood Brown, Willie Sneed, and Mark Andrews, and they did it.
1: He's got balls, but he might not have a dick if they win the Super Bowl. Hey, Hey, you know what? So, where does
0: he go from here? Lamar Jackson. He already has the MVP, probably. Already has all these records the Mike Vick records, the passing records. He always has. Was he Rookie of the Year? No. Now. No, I don't so we think so. That, but but he has all these accolades, dude. I think the only step now is the Super Bowl, and people are going to hold that against him. Like, Mahomes kind of still doesn't want a Super situation Bowl situation Mahomes saying, right now. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, if he loses, it doesn't look good for Mahomes in Kansas City. Granted, uh, it's
0: each their second year actually yeah, playing, right? but yeah. like in this such like a win now mentality with every single team that has a cut, co- like compete, there's no fan base that, that I can see that like realistically is like, alright dude we went 12-4, yeah. made the AFC championship, like if the Titans lose, that's a great season but I there might be Tennessee fans be like, dude, we should have won it all I, instead of looking at it like a step-by-step process, like the Sixers, trust the process for that like example, instead of looking at a process, everyone looks at it like the Patriots like, all your chips in this season, win now if Mahomes doesn't win it or Jackson didn't win it in a second year, it's kind of like end of the world, maybe because um, NFL players obviously don't have as long a career as other sports but uh, and let's get it's a smaller window, but I think the only step from Jackson from here on out is not only making think, the Super Bowl but winning it. I think he just needs another weapon on that offense.
1: I, I still think that he's an absolute beast and you can't really stop him. Um, I, I don't think they're too one-dimensional. They just need another like big-name weapon on that team. Um, and then you got to go on their defense as well, too. They got to make some... Ju- Earl Thomas, you're an idiot. Like, uh, Derrick Henry made him look like a little boy out there. Imagine that, talking all that shit, and then you're just like, you're the one who's lead blocking. That was uh, unreal. That was awesome.
2: Turned him around, had him run for him.
1: But I think that what Lamar Jackson did this year and what the Ravens did shows that, hey, this is a location to come play because you know that Lamar's the future, and this is a team that's not going away anytime soon, and that's a team that's going to run that division for quite some time. Steelers are on their way out. We don't know what's gonna happen with the Bengals, with Joe with Joe Burrow over there, and uh, the Browns are the Browns. So they're gonna I run that divi- they're gonna run that division for quite some time. So. I think
0: all their starting like I think ten out of their eleven starters are coming back on offense and like nine of their eleven starters come back on defense or oh yeah. At least. But not with like free agency or anything. they're, so they're gonna have
1: all twenty two come back. Pencilman for the AFC title game next year. They'll be back. They're not gonna yeah. go away.
2: In regards to Lamar Jackson, I think him and that team, especially Jackson, proved a lot of people wrong this year. I think coming out of uh, his rookie year, I think a lot of people still like regarded him as being more valuable as a runner than a passer, and I think that's where his next step in development is. Though he showed he was a great passer and can play the quarterback position at an elite level with that like dynamic threat of the ground game too. I think that's his most important like requirement this offseason, just control that ball, put it where yeah. you want it, like just being an elite passer is the next step to Lamar Jackson's evolution.
1: But lastly on Lamar is this is the growing pains cuz he's still young. He needs to be more mature. He needs <laughs> to understand to be a leader. He's not a leader yet. I don't see him as a leader on that team yet. And I think that this year they have to look back at the whole big trust and them talking and fooling around before the game. Cut that shit out. You guys are a talented team. You know what you have here at talent- town Go out there and play some damn football and win those fucking games mm-hmm. that are most important. And if he can do that this offseason and be more of a leader out there, like Pat Mahomes is a leader. like he, that, That's what, who he is. He showed that. Um, and they He can was get gassing over that up hump. that
2: sideline during that game.
1: Yeah, he was. But that's the leader to say like, mm-hmm. hey, we're not out. We're, we're still in this. Where Lamar is just you see him saying fuck on television and he just looks frustrated and he has his head down. No, we don't want to see that. I want to flip this back over the Titans real quick. I people were kind of making a big deal about this, not really though. So Vrabel was handshaking and hugging everyone that comes in. <laughs> the Marcus Mariota just walking right by, and it was kind of awkward. And like Mariota slid behind him and shit like that. Kind of feel bad for Mariota right now. You know, I do a little.
0: I bit, don't. I do a little up. bit, man.
1: Like I don't why? know why.
0: What? Uh, it's a business. If you don't perform, it is. you should. How the much job. does
1: that hurt you inside to be like this team's going to the AFC title game, and it's not because of me? But hey, I was the I was what? supposed
0: to be it's the guy. At- I go hey, you know home what? to my he mansion and I get pretty in upset. In that Patriots game, he had some subsets. <laughs> he ran some read options. So he had like four or five plays. Um, yeah, the pretty package so, kills me every time I see Mario out there. Mario's <laughs> yeah, like, hey, a pretty package. I still like think he it's can just, be useful. I think a team, um, maybe like Tampa Bay, if Jameis Winston yeah. does get out of there. Or Imagine them two
1: link s- up and they end up being I, like uh, a quarterback. Yeah, first, yeah, first <laughs> second overall
0: picks from 2016.
1: I mean, like, I can
0: realistically see them trading teams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could too, but he he's a serviceable quarterback. I think he'll be okay.
1: It'll be actually interesting to see if the Titans can pull this off and Tannehill goes back down to Miami and he's in a Super Bowl. That is Man. that is absolutely that wild. And there you go. And remember what I talked about, like, about maybe Kirk Cousins going on a type of Joe Flacco run? Tannehill's going on this, like, little run here. I mean, he's you know not I mean? lighting up a stat line or anything like that. Right. But he's like the Trent Dilfer right now. He's just making sure that they're, you know, he he just has, there. What, like, he's just there. He has what, like Yeah. That. yards.
0: No, that's actually a great I, analogy, Trent Dilfer. That's actually an unbelievable like analogy. Trent-
1: Trent Dilfer type of thing because I was looking at the Ravens in two thousand and they and I was trying to compare them to the Patriots because they pretty much won on defense. But they, if you look back, they had they had a, they were um, a three seed, I believe, the Ravens back then in two thousand. Trent Dilfer wasn't doing anything. It was the defense and it was their run game that was getting shit going on. So they
0: they had two two th- no they had two two thousand yard rushers on the same team. They had Jamal Lewis and they had um, Priest Holmes. Priest Holmes wasn't like as good yet because he wasn't in Kansas City yet. But like that dude could run. People don't understand how good <laughs> Priest Holmes was. No, I think he. Had, no, I'm not sure if he ran for 2,000 or he had like 2,500 and, and, all-purpose. And, I don't
1: uh, know. They played. Um, I think in the AFC title game they played the Oakland Raiders or something like that. I think going into the, against the Raiders and then uh, and the Raiders at that time were good. Like they mm-hmm. were very good at the time. So I've talked about this in the past, but the last
2: three teams in the major four sports in America. Arguably, our teams of destiny, yeah, they want it, and it's like their destiny, they want it. But the Toronto Raptors never won a title, St. Louis Blues never won a title, Washington Nationals never won a title, (laughs) Tennessee Titans. I'm not sure if they've won a title or not. I'm pretty sure that if if, maybe as the Oilers, if, if they win this game next week, they are. Like, lock it. they are going to be that team of destiny. They could be losing 20 points going into the second half, and they'll still find a way because this is their year.
0: Joe Burrow LA. is a national champion. Coach O is a national champion. The oh, LSU Tigers. Tigers. LSU Tigers beat the Clemson Tigers in uh one of the longest games in football history. I went to bed before the game ended. It was like, I think LSU was up like 20 in the fourth or something like that. I'm just like, dude, I don't care. I'm going to sleep. It's like 3 a.m. might as well mm-hmm. have been. Uh, other than that, dude, like Joe Burrow, he's just good. Like dude, uh, I'm not good. sure if you listened to the part of my take episode with him and Coach Joe, but they were just like, no, we were never worried ever. Like we we're just like, no, we're just better than these guys. Like it'll shake out in the end. Shake <laughs> out in the end. Uh, Odell somehow is the biggest story of the Clown. national champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Which the biggest move? You want him on the New England Patriots? You
1: want that if, shit if on the New can, England Patriots? No, I don't money. want that.
0: O- OBJ is very good at football. Um, yeah. so it was Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah. He, he did well. Those clowns. Uh <coughs> I just took it on an almond.
2: <laughs> Why are you eating almonds in the show? I Six grams
0: of protein. Took, I, took, boys.
1: I took Clemson. I took Clemson plus 180. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, you get you can't go against Trevor Lawrence undefeated. And they had mm-hmm. a, they had a lead, they were up 17-7. Uh, and I thought Joe Burrow was overdosed on confidence. Like, they literally were just saying all oh, week we're winning so this game. Good. Like, yeah. we're, like, we're winning this game, and just watching him make that comeback. And you know what's cool is that they were down, readjusted, came back, won the game. And if it, anyone's it the it biggest sounded-
2: clown here, it's me. I, I, I took Oklahoma two weeks prior. My uh, plus 14 didn't shake out at all. I took Clemson this week, really? plus four and a half. And uh, I, I got egg on my face now.
0: I don't think people, like, people are obviously saying this, but I don't think people are actually just like, dude, that could have been one of the best. That is, not could have been, that is one of the best college football teams we will ever see. Mm-hmm. The last two champions. 0, oh, that's, that's the best so college football over. season of all time. Yeah, like, that was the best team I've ever seen, personally. Like, ever since paying yeah. attention to like, the college football the past, like, what, decade or something like that? What,
2: had two 15-0 teams win the championship, Clemson last year, LSU this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, LSU was just a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Odell, like I said, he's just handing out wads of cash to players, which is a move. He's in the locker room and throughout coach, o, which if I were coach, o, I'd snap him in half like a glow stick. And then <laughs> he's, he's being arrested for... <laughs> battery. of a police officer. <laughs> he's getting arrested for battery of a police officer. That's, That's on oh, And i that- talking this quick. Why are there cops... In the locker room <laughs> of it because, oh, I'm going to underage you winning. Like, yeah. I get it's the no, whole smoking inside yeah. thing, but that's dumb. You should oh, know that, like, yeah. National champions are obviously going to party.
1: I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, there's always cops in the locker room after these games because you never know about media sneaking in, people that are not supposed to be there. But Taking that jersey, I, that guy, of- people are saying what? he's doing his job. I work in the law enforcement world, dude. Discretion. They just want a fucking, they just want a national championship. Let them smoke inside. Let it slide. Down south is absolutely dude, crazy the way they, their yeah. worlds are down there. But you see him doing that. I thought the video was hilarious because you see that's <laughs> happening. Then Odell's behind him and just slaps him in the butt and then the cops go to him and just I don't know. That guy, hardo, hardo.
0: You check yeah. the water bottles to see if it was alcohol in him. I'm like, you mean I'm, you mean yeah. the college kids, let alone national <laughs> champions, are gonna be drinking? No, couldn't be. <laughs> I get the whole, like, don't smoke inside it. Dude, who cares? Like, what are they going to do? LSU is a multi-million dollar,
1: like, the mm. company. Also, brand. shout out to uh to Cade York on this. He missed a third quarter field goal in the national title uh, game. And if he hit it, under. it would have been the over 69 and a half if you had it at 69 and a half. I was, uh, I, I took he knew what he did, too, because he actually posted about it and said, sorry about the over-under. And these if college ever, kids know what the hell they're doing. They got money on the game as well. If you, That's you ever see an why
2: over under at sixty nine, you so, always buy it.
1: Yeah.
0: So. No, back to the actual game though. Uh, people a lot of hate on Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, unwarranted. I mean, he like unwarranted. Trevor Lawrence is probably the best quarterback prospect we will see. He's like fourteen uh, years for old the next, for the next like decade. Um, the kid does everything well, and the thing I like about him most, he sits in the pocket first, but then can still run. That's a lot of times I he, when he, he, he picked to. up four or five yards on place he should have been sacked. Mm-hmm. And that's the most valuable trait you can have as an NFL quarterback because no matter what happens in this league, it's still gonna be a pocket passer league. You have to win from the pocket as a quarterback. It's probably ideal Lennon- that
1: Ideal that he's not going into the draft this year, and it's actually right. ideal coming off that loss to stay one more year, work out the kinks, and then be the first overall pick the next year, which the Patriots will not get him.
2: And I think it'll be oh, better oh, but in the long term in his career because he finally has had that loss on the big stage. Yep. People have seen yep. what he, what like how he handled it, and he's win and lost. Yeah, handle it well. Yep, and I think did. Clemson's going to be very dangerous again next year because you have that Trevor Lawrence factor, like chip on his shoulder again. Like, hey, we should like we were one. Like, this Clemson team is great. We've got the talent to win this thing, and they're already favorites for next year's championship. So uh, he's excited to see what Trevor Lawrence, how he grows in his final year of college.
0: Yeah. So speaking of next year's draft, uh, we're set up for probably what we should have gotten with Mariota and Winston in Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. I'm assuming yeah. Fields will declare next year, and I'm assuming they're going to go one and two. And that's going to be what should have happened with Mariota and Winston, but they're going to be actually good in the NFL. I'm <laughs> my words right now uh james wins is a record set in quarterback, sir. <laughs> 30 for
1: 30 uh, all right real, real quick though last thing and then we can move on but joe burrow gonna be a Man. bangle he's going to cincinnati what's your realistic expectations now you've seen him he's good what what what's the record for the bangles next year what's your uh, realistic two and 14 <laughs> you really think they're gonna be that bad
0: they have he has no one around him like he has mixing. He has A.J. Green, who probably will get hurt because he's good at that. Oh, he's a awesome free agent. Yeah, he's also might not going to. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, Joe Burrow's good in college. But, like, literally in this whole uh, part of my take interview, he was like, yeah, I did a lot of stuff in college I know I can't do in the NFL. So, like, even then, he's like, I'm going to have to switch up my game. His game, a lot of the time, is a scrambling into the pocket. Like, he knows people can't sack him. Then just chucks it up. And one of his unreal receivers, but one dude had, like, 7,000 yards, like touchdowns. What did the- Also, real quick. I saw your take on this. I had a similar take. Uh, Sign Thaddeus Moss. Why not? It's kind of cool, and he's good. So, oh, the Patriots. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it would be cool to have him just because you have Randy Moss kind of come back and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just be around there and shit like that. What I mean, they need a tight end. They need some sort of tight end like going into next year. Uh, Joe Burrow though. Uh, what, what, what was the Cardinals record this year? Was it like five, five and eleven or something like that? Well no, they
0: did a tie the first game oh, they, they tied against They'll they'll have a
1: similar record to Kyler Murray in the first year. That's what I was gonna say. Like it's just they're not gonna be a good team next year. The the Bengals, they're not gonna win the division. But you gotta give him some credit. I I feel like he could put something together. It's a lot hanging on the draft and free agency. Let's see what they end up what ends up happening. I'm sure that Cincinnati's gonna make the moves right away to put a team around him, and they're not gonna
0: wait. Yeah, so because Burrow declared, and we know he's going number one overall, I could see A.J. Green coming back on a one-year prove-it type of deal just yeah, to play with Joe Burrow yeah, for a year. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, People really underestimate Tyler Boyd out in Cincinnati. That kid can play. He's a good player. Bill Belichick's on record saying Joe Mixon is the best back in the league. Not one of the best. He said the best in the NFL. Um, the play-action game in Cincinnati is going to be unbelievable next year. Zach Taylor knows what he's doing on the offensive side of the ball, at least. If they can clean up some of their defensive errors, I could see them going like,
1: Seven and nine. Yeah, six and ten,
0: seven and ten. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's optimistic. That's optimistic, that's optimistic <laughs> for Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. All right, baseball is ruined. Uh, actually, I think baseball, baseball, is, baseball is unbelievable right now. If you listen Baseball's to me on Sox before, so I was right so pro-cheating steroids, all this stuff, so like, this is my wheelhouse. But I don't know the logistics, all the specifics to it. So, Brandon, if you want to break down basically everything that's happened from... Yankees to Cora to today with Beltron to back to the Astros with Altuve and Bregman. Yeah, uh, yeah. we dope. had a
2: lot of news. If you if you you know you've heard about it. If you're if not you are living under a rock. Baseball, the game, the sport, has forever changed because of a few uh, specific individuals deciding to to dig into to certain areas. Not saying it's a bad thing, but Evan Drellick. When uh, I'm not sure who hired him, NBC Sports Boston, brought him in, sent him to Houston and uncovered everything there, came to Boston, uncovered everything that was going on in, in Boston. He's a with, Boston guy, though. Exactly. But bringing him back in was dangerous in the first place. Yeah. He, he's had that reputation of like like real sports journalism, getting into like the nitty gritty, like things that aren't supposed to be seen. He's finding a way to to uncover those things. Um, we have the repercussions come out from this offseason season long scandal coming out of Houston about what was going to happen between Jeff, Jeff Ludhow, the GM for the Houston Astros, and manager A.J. Hinch, who was didn't really have a huge part in the the cheating scandal for seal, stealing signs in Houston, but still let it persist. He didn't put a stop to it even though he knew about it, and that's why ultimately he lost his job, him and Luthow, in, in the Houston organization and um, from MLB's specific alloc- or sanctions on Houston, and now the repercussions are finally starting to like the shrapnel is kind of, kind of coming out now. Um, everyone's telling all. Everyone's giving their piece. Everyone wants to be a part of this because this is historic. This is like the biggest thing to happen. Um, This is like like scandal wise in baseball history. Well, it's like
1: it's it's like the steroid era. Exactly. Like it's like Jose Canseco ratting everybody Mm -hmm. out. And then all of a sudden, which is it just I want to make a comparison. It's just funny because we want a clean game in baseball. We want a clean game. And then this is happening. I just find it ironic.
2: There's been the argument, people will argue the fact that ba- like, sign stealing in baseball has been around forever. Everyone is trying to steal signs consistently. It's just the, the problem is how they're doing it and that's where Houston and Boston are getting in trouble right now from Alex Cora.
1: So what's up with this? Because all right, I gotta give a shout out because I know this guy is actually gonna listen. Name's mm-hmm. Dan Burke. He's been DMing me all this stuff about the base because I'm not in baseball, you know, me, right. I'm just football. And he's been trying to keep me up to date on everything. So I want to kind of go, uh, you know, explain it to me like I'm five years old. Uh, we have a fake burner account right now that's going on. Yes, out there.
2: that is, that's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm checking right, I have a theory about that constantly right now as we speak. And,
1: and I, just real quick, Dan, I, before you get into that, uh, Tyler, Dan Burke has said he's narrowed it down to four players that it could possibly be that have connections between the Astros and Yankees. And it was one, um, Centano, uh, Brian McCann, J.D. Davis, and Cameron Maben. And he's like, those are the four guys. He said, only four players that either played for or worked with guys on the Astros, 17, and Yankees that would know about both teams.
0: Yeah, all it's, right. that's what I was thinking. Like, it wasn't Carlos Beltran's niece. No. Everybody knew that. So, but I'm like, okay. this Back is story. a random kid or a player that wants, like, to see the world burn. Yeah, it's, Which it's, it's I am so here for a pity. The like, people uh, yeah.
2: So this Twitter account is tweeting all this thing. It started last night is when, like, the first one really started blowing up about Carlos Beltran, the New York Mets manager at the time, who was just hired this offseason to be the Mets new manager. Uh, apparent His apparent niece tweeted last night that he would be stepping down as manager and and she tweeted like oh my tio's retiring i'm so sad and like he hasn't he hasn't managed a single game yet first time this is like ever third time in baseball history that a guy's been hired and will not manage a single game
0: i resign as coach undefeated. <laughs> he's undefeated
2: so moving into today this account has credibility everyone in the Beltrans family is like This is we have no idea who this is. This is not our niece. Like we do not know who this is. So that's where the the burner account information is coming from. No one knows who this person is except like Babs is talking about, trying to narrow it down to a few uh, specific individuals who are in both organizations in the specific time frame. But players are starting to be named. We had the we had the repercussions on the on Houston from the MLB, but now players names are starting to to arise from it. Carlos Beltran lost his job already with the Mets, and now we've got three players specifically who are uh being targeted for like the cheating, the buzzing, the buzzing thing is the new thing.
1: Number 1, yes, stop right there. Jose okay. Altuve. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. I got to say it three times. So, there was a picture, because I saw it on Barstool, mm-hmm. and it was like that little thing sticking out in his jersey. And right. then this has been going around where he had a walk-off and yep. he's saying go, to absolutely. everybody, don't take my jersey off. Exactly. Don't take my jersey off. And then on Twitter, now I'm reading it, like, as, you do, as mm-hmm. you're talking. And someone goes, he said that because he's shy. And then someone replies back with, like, what he said is, like jersey ripped off. And it's like, it's easy to take the transmitter off. And you have all these little pictures now that are coming out. People looking right. for shit. You know what I mean? So.
2: And now, so, and this fits the narrative. That's why it's, like, gr- blowing up, going viral right now. Is because a few months ago when the scandal kind of started – there were reports out of Houston that players were had band aids with a buzzer underneath them. So it fits the narrative that came out months ago, um, and now it's just being brought more to light. And people are like finding, they're digging, they're finding pictures, they're finding places where it's happened. And three players you named one: Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and Glaber Torres of the New York Yankees.
1: Um, what does the buzzer do exactly? Can you explain that to me? So
2: the, the problem in Houston is the, the cheating scandal. Down the dugout, they had the, the center field camera so they could decode signs, see what the catcher's throwing down, um, and see what the pitch is going to be, whether it be an off-speed ball, whether it be a fastball. If there was no signal or, like, you didn't hear the trash can banging is, like, the, the common thing in or was the common thing in Houston. That's the one that's going around the Internet that people are making fun of, memeing. Um, the trash can banging, like, signaled that an off-speed pitch was coming. If you didn't hear anything, it was probably going to be a fastball. Um, so the buzzer is basically the same exact thing. They had some sort of paging set up down at that table in the Houston dugout, and the players would be able to, like same thing if you heard a if you heard a banging of a trash can, you could assume off speed pitch was coming. If the thing buzzed, you could assume an off-speed pitch was um coming. That's where the different differential is. Like players Pitchers, catchers caught on to the trash can banging, so they're cu- trying to get it more low-key, trying to bring it down, make sure that everyone in the freaking stadium can't hear the trash can being banged for an off-speed pitch.
1: So now more information starting to get out there, mm-hmm. and we've already seen some of the sanctions that have come down, but I'm saying, Brendan, because you're the baseball guy, you are in charge, you are the commissioner, yeah. and now some of the stuff is now really coming out there. Are you adding more to this? Are you going to put more sanctions down on some individuals or the team?
2: I think right now it's it's individuals because you see see in Houston that it was like it started with Alex it started with Alex Cora. We'll be blunt like Alex Cora is our guy in Boston, but he he was the mastermind behind this in Houston. And still, AJ Hinch lost his job for simply knowing about it and not doing anything to stop it. Um, I think the problem arises in baseball when the technology is advancing so fast and the rules are kind of like lagging behind it. It's why we had two years ago, three years ago now in Boston and New York, the Apple watch scandal where like we could see, or um, John Farrell was being able to see like the pitches. And that's, that was one of the first ways they were using technology to signal what pitch was coming. They could send it out to a guy on like a signal out to the guy on second base. And he could like put his hand up in the air for the, the, the guy in the batter's box. Technology is advancing so fast and baseball has to do something about it because the sport is kind of staying the same. But everyone's looking for that competitive advantage. And if they don't change anything, then people will, teams will consistently use those replay rooms to try to get an upper hand and try to signal the pitch is coming. Baseball is, the, the challenge is, It's a, when it really boils down, it's a battle between the pitcher and the batter. And when the batter knows what's coming, it's game over. You, you're you going to be hitting 600, 700% um, better than what you are supposed to be hitting like on a Without cheating, without knowing the signs, um, so yeah, there's a there's a lot to be said about it. All the repercussions from ML, MLB have yet to be given out. Alex Cora likely will
0: receive a year-long lifetime suspension, ban.
2: if not a lifetime ban. Yeah. That's yeah. Like Do you,
0: some, you think Altuve and Bregman will?
2: I think I'll, if if these um, tweets that, that are coming me? out in the like the last few hours prove to be true, and like MLB is probably going to conduct further investigation into Houston now because of these tweets, I think um you're going to see player like repercussions starting to come out. You haven't seen any of that yet. There's no precedent for what's going to come for the players. There's only been a precedent set for what AJ or what AJ Hinch and Jeff Ludhower received, which was initially just a 1-year suspension from baseball and now it could be even more for for Alex Cora, Carlos Beltran may see some the light of they, if, if this proves to be true, it's it's all about the reliability of these tweets. And if MLB decides to I mean, to investigate them further,
1: is this as bad as Pete Rose betting on games and no. he got a lifetime Not at ban all. pretty much? Not I at mean, all.
2: That's why we like everyone in just, baseball damn. is expecting Alex Cora to kind of get. He, I wouldn't be surprised if Alex Cora got a lifetime ban because I do believe what he did was worse than what Pete Rose did. It's, it's uh,
0: a bit, two things, was, real quick. Go ahead. First of all, who's this guy? Is this Josh Reddick?
2: That's Josh Reddick.
0: Did you see this thing?
2: I did not. That Let looks it like up. a band-aid.
0: Does it? It looks a like a was that, is
1: that when he's I'll sitting he's down, it, he's got the goggles on? Above that's him. a that's someone, someone said that was confetti. That yeah, but
0: someone else said it was a band-aid covering an inappropriate, inappropriate tattoo, which is covering like 1% of the tattoo. See, that's the,
2: that's the yeah. thing about it now. Once it's it's already gone viral, Twitter is all over it. Baseball people are all, all over it. Um, you can look at all these past replays now from Houston Astros games from the last three years and see where it's like you, we, in twenty twenty. We have access to all these videos, yeah. all But that, games that's what
1: I love about play. today's society because mm-hmm. you know that we have nothing better to do. Right, sitting in it's our mom's internet basement and we're now. just like, you know what? Like, if you're a Dodgers fan, you're going to be like, I'm going to make right. sure I find every single little piece of evidence and just put it out on Twitter, right. on your account that probably has a 1,000 followers, and it the, blows up, and then they'll take that and go somewhere. With the
2: it. internet investigators and the detective Dodgers are all coming together <laughs> to form this group to, to prove the Houston Astros title deserves to be stripped. I think it's a funny video. You could go back to after the Astros won the World Series. If you remember, I don't know if any of you guys watched it, their banner when they tried to unveil it it got stuck their wind like the stadium was open and the wind was just blowing it and like fate did not want that banner to co- like be revealed
1: that's true the baseball uh, well, gods yep. babe ruth looking over now you said there's three players involved
2: three players so far
1: and how many coaches just California? oh
2: um if you went, well carlos beltran is kind of the middleman yeah. cuz he was a pl- he was like a player coach in houston he was still a player on the roster um He was now a manager, but the three players... Give me a
1: number. Give me a number of how many people are involved in this just for the Houston Astros.
2: Probably probably a dozen, dozen and a half. Okay,
1: they get stripped of their title then. Because it's not just one player, okay? It's kind of like the steroid scandal. It's one individual player injecting shit into themselves, Mm -hmm. and it's you as a player still having to hit the ball and still having a hand-eye coordination and getting that out there. But this is a team that is coming together, and they're trying to manipulate a system. And that's the way I look at it as a casual fan. I'm saying this entire team is coming together to manipulate something Mm -hmm. um, instead of just one or two people doing it. That's that's the difference right. right there. And if there's 12 people involved, like you said, you're already saying three players and now there's coaches involved and who knows what, you have to come down hard on them. Now you can right. say, Babs, you're a hypocrite because think of all the stuff that the Patriots organization has done. But most of that stuff I think is coaches or one or two individuals and it doesn't go out there as much. So. Right.
2: Just a few final thoughts on this subject. One thing that um, is really important to understand is the verbiage from – from MLB, well, MLB has not dished out their punishment yet to Boston or the Red Sox, or even finished that investigation. The Yankees are involved too. It's don't 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 overlook this entire thing. It's baseball wide now. These MLB replay rooms. But my final point on this matter is, Alex Cora and his like two years with the Boston Red Sox. They should not be overlooked. Alex Cora is a great manager. Um, the Red Sox like head honchos owners. Principal owners, presidents of baseball ops, held a, held a press conference yesterday, and I'm seeing all over social media that everyone's saying Alex Cora got fired. Sam Kennedy, president of the Boston Red Sox, made it a very important point to, to say, to kind of save whatever face Alex Cora has left, that no, we did not fire Alex Cora. Cora came to us with the situation and knew that he could not continue going forward as the Red Sox manager or lead them in a way that he needed to. It was a mutual agreement and it was not a one side firing. Um, AJ Hinch and Jeff Ludhout, they were fired by, by the owner of the Houston Astros ownership in Boston did not fire Alex core. And that should not be overlooked because I keep seeing the word fired mutually parting ways, resigning um, all these different like, terms stepping down in the case of Carlos Beltran um Alex Cora was not fired by the Boston Red Sox he, he was, was not fired, fired by the Boston Red Sox he yeah, came he to the to, to the Red Sox and they they found an agreement Bro, like hey this like, isn't okay. this isn't gonna work
1: that's like at at a job i am make a little mm-hmm. analogy and you make a complete mistake you're a good guy but you make right. a complete mistake and then you go up and go see your bosses and they'd be like dude, there's no way we can get around this. What we're going to do is we're going to mutually part ways. We're not going to fire you so you can save right. some face out there in public, but the Red Sox pretty much said, we're letting you go, but we'll make right. sure we stay in place. We d- we're not sitting there behind closed doors, I, but he was fired 100%. They're moving mm-hmm. on from that, and they're like, we they're don't moving need this on, as an organization.
0: Who, who's going to be the next uh, Red Sox manager?
2: Currently, uh, Heim Bloom, the president of baseball ops in Boston, says that Good looking, Ron Renekeke. Could Will currently be like the interim guy because we're only a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training, but the internet will will declare Jason Veritek. I was going to say if the he's captain not the
0: manager as the next upset, manager of the brain. Does he even want to
2: be the manager? I'm not sure his wife's very all over the place on Instagram.
1: She, well, the, his name's been tossed around in the past, right. too. He is growing it as a coach
2: in Boston. Mm -hmm. But
1: I say you bring the band back. You bring Veritek in. You bring Pedro in. Ortiz, you bring him in, you bring in, you bring Kevin Malar in, you bring Johnny Damon back. You get the boys you together. the you biggest get PR 2003, thing. 2004 boys together. And you just to have them the all office. there all helping out in certain ways, you know, like all doing little stuff like that. Right. That's what the Patriots are doing right now. They got Ty Lock yeah. kind of working one-on-one with Gilmore. You got Troy Brown coming back for the wide receivers. You got Gerard Mayo. You get to get these old guys coming back in and help the team. And so, that's how you, that's how you save face as an organization be like, we're right. moving past it. Hey, remember the 2004 Red Sox? They're back and better than ever. They're helping out the young guys mm-hmm. and they're helping out Mookie Betts and they're helping Ooh, out.
0: Great people. PR move. All right. Great. Serious question though. Serious question. So I don't really know much about, you know, baseball in general, but Kevin Euculus is Tom Brady's brother-in-law. Could that we true. see Euclid come back to Boston as a coach? Not, not from my understanding. He's he's
2: kind of taken the Drew Bledsoe route of retirement, and he's opened his own brewery, and it's successful, and the it one. tastes good. So I would not expect Kevin Euclid to be back in Boston anytime soon.
1: Where does he live? He lives in like Florida, I think. He lives not in a different sure. state. Like he's somewhere else. I don't know. All
0: right, let's uh, wrap up with these DMs uh, next week. You don't want we're to talk about gonna... NBA at all? Nah, we're running out of time. Go Celtics. Next week we are gonna all watch the. Aaron Hernandez dog and talk about that. We'll talk, do that Everyone, so we get the full homework breakdown homework. of the I Aaron watched. Hernandez. I watched
1: it right when it came out. I woke up at four I in the morning, the threw it yet. on. Three and a half hours. You got to take the cake. You got to watch it all at once. You got to watch yeah. it all at
0: once. I really watched I, half of the first one.
1: Yeah, and it's very interesting. A lot of information. It's kind of surprising seeing some of the reactions already really quick. Like, I didn't know he was gay. I mean, like that was like the biggest story about him being gay yeah. like literally that his out, boyfriend I in jail, dude. That. yeah his
0: boyfriend in jail uh lives in the town next to me he went to jail because he robbed my dad's friend's house true story if you ever want to look it up i'm not going to name drop anybody but uh that's why he was in jail started dating hernandez and then another one of my friends again I'm not going to name drop people. We were at the gas station in our town, and he sees this blue Lamborghini or whatever it is pull up, triple park at the gas station, comes out, tattoos, neck down, giving all the hush money in the world of his Hernandez's jail boyfriend. It, so he's it, out, he's giving all this like hush money, the hush money, balling. <laughs> like. Spoiler alert,
1: they don't really get into any of that. Second, and that's the thing is that it kind of leaves you hanging at the end because you know there's more information out there, but they, they just kind of leave it there. Another spoiler alert.
0: Aaron Hernandez dies. Just letting everybody know. So. The Titanic <laughs> sinks. All right. We got eight DMs. Logan underscore 757. Do you think the Pats will tank for Trevor Lawrence if Brady leaves? Stupid take. I hate that <laughs> year. I hate that Brendan's on the
1: chain and Brendan's trying to lead everybody. I, I can't wait till they win four games in a row to start the season. Like, there goes your tanking season.
0: No, they're I, not, not going to tank, but I can see them trading up to get them. Wait
1: they a minute. They will
2: not tank. I wouldn't be upset if they did and got Trevor Lawrence. Though.
1: Wait a minute. Can we just talk about one more topic, please? Housegate. We never even got onto that uh, at all. The whole Connecticut and Brady was moving. And then the same day, he was, he, he was at TV 12 in Boston. Greg mm-hmm. Hill started it, and he just he did the Spike King. He was just like, let me start a rumor and let like, go out there. And he's like, oh, he's buying a house today, and he's moving today, and this is happening. And great take by Runda. Got to give him credit the whole Alex Cora shit was dropped on the same day that the Brady stuff was going on and the Red Sox work with WEI like they're they're together so the Red Sox could have told them go make up some fabricated story let's put more stuff on the Patriots that way when the Sox stuff comes out It's kind of like, eh, it gets blown over because we're still not in the season yet. It's still football season. People are still talking about Brady. Kind of interesting take. I I just want to say. And then Tom
2: Curran coming out around dinner time saying, yeah, Tom Brady doesn't own a house in Connecticut.
1: I got a lot of people that DM me um, and you can never believe everyone's like, I got a source and I I know this and that. And you have to take it for what it is. Like, you know, someone messaged me and said, hey, uh, I have a buddy that installed a shower door at Tom Brady's <laughs> new house in Hopkinton, so Mass. Uh, I'm like, okay, but hey, maybe he's building a house because it makes sense that he's done this in real estate. He he'll build a house in Hopkinton, lives there for three years, leaves, flips it, and goes lives in New York City or go like lives I in. Promise
0: you, Tom Brady's not gonna be living in Hopkinton. Yeah. I'm next to Hopkinton, and he's not <laughs> gonna be living in C
2: Tom Brady could go buy a $100,000 house, just live in it for a day and sell it for a million dollars just because Tom Brady stayed the night in it.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad uh, little investment.
0: That he should <laughs> Sean, Connery, uh, Sean Connery, 49ers or Packers. Wait, Who you out te- this weekend?
1: Wait, 49ers of Packers? Niners. Who
0: do you want to see in the Super Bowl? Niners. So Chiefs, Chiefs,
1: Chiefs, Niners would be like. The the great matchup you want to see. Chiefs-Packers for the Super Bowl 1. It's going to be Titans-Packers. It's going to be just like a game that you don't (laughs) really want to see. They're going to want Aaron Rodgers in there. I think you need to sneak him in. um, Because I think... If the Packers win the Super Bowl this year, Aaron Rodgers retires. He's He's got to go out in the sunset. That's no. It. Yes. No. Yes, 100%. He's up there in age. His body's been taking a toll. And I think if Aaron Rodgers can win the Super Bowl, he does the Peyton Manning. See you later. I'm out of here. He's still got game. Trust me. But I think it's just – I don't think he'll That's ever – I think this could be his last shot ever trying to make a Super Bowl.
2: But I think what what they're doing right now in Green Bay, it's successful with the new new head coach and his – Play style—it's working together and it's
0: complimenting
1: Retire on top, people. People remember oh, yeah. winners, not it's so, you not know.
0: this nonsense talking. The Niners are going to win the game. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is not going to win this game. I want like, not Oh, yeah. Talk I forgot. It. There's a game to play still. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Like, what? No. Like no, they're going to lose the game. Um, but outside of Baltimore winning the whole thing, the NFL really couldn't have hoped for a better scenario. They have yeah. up and coming team in the Niners. They have old Aaron Rodgers trying to make a comeback for a second. Cinderella. They have they have the underdog Titans, which everybody's rooting for to win. And, it's just, and the Chiefs are obvious. Patrick Mahomes is still the pretty boy of the NFL, no matter how much Lamar Jackson did this year. Like, they're set up for a phenomenal playoff weekend and Super Bowl, like two weeks. So, regardless of the matchup, they're still going to get a ton of ratings, regardless.
2: Speaking of retirement, just shout out to Luke Keekley on his fantastic NFL career. BC alumni, go Eagles. Congratulations on an amazing career, Luke Keekley.
1: A lot of guys retiring at a younger age now. 28,
2: 28 years, years
1: old. old. That's my age. I wow. should retire right now, too. Retire right I now. I could retire. It's
0: company. Yeah,
1: retire. with like zero dollars in my bank account. Let me just retire.
0: Bruins Warrior, our own Ride the Wave uh, employee. Bruins. We don't it's pay boring. anyone, but yeah. <laughs> don't say those words. Yeah, shout, shout out Bruins Warrior. I took a puck to the eye. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> hope, uh, I hope. Yeah, like that's the most wild story. There's one day like in our
1: it's Instagram chat, I just see
0: his whole eyeball just inflamed. Falling out yeah all right, who has a better chance of getting to play in the finals this season, Bruins or Celtics? The Celtics will make the finals if they do not face the Sixers or the Bucks in the playoffs, which is possible. I mean, until the Eastern Conference Finals, they're going to have to. If you can avoid the Sixers or the Bucks in the first yeah. and second round, you're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. All bets are off. The Bucks are going to wash us yeah. if we go. Like, the Bucks are going to absolutely smoke us. I think we can beat Philly. I just don't think we want to face them in the playoffs quite yet, obviously. Uh, and then Bruins, I guess, are wagging this year. I really don't yeah. follow the Bruins at all. They, so I'm gonna they've go fallen Bruins.
2: off. They've fallen off the last two, three weeks. It's yeah. not been pretty. I Over would. I, based has on, not been kind. Yeah, based on the last month, I would say I would say Celtics have a better chance just because they're a better record, better team. But the Bruins are they're falling off. But hopefully, they find their step and can make another cup run. Hockey's always
1: year. hockey's always puck luck, and you could right. be the best team, Tampa Bay Lightning. You can. You know, break records, and then you just lose in the first round. Like that could easily happen. That would never happen in basketball. Um, but the 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 Celtics need something. They're still missing a little spark on that team. There's something that they need, and they need to make a move at the trade deadline.
0: If the you Celtics, we know what they need, re- Babs. What do they need? They need a shooter. They need a shooter. <laughs> they, need they need Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. They need J.R. Smith. You know what? I'm starting the campaign right now. J.R. Smith and employed, yeah. Bring J.R. Smith to the Boston Celtics. No. They just no. start the campaign right now. That team
1: is just lacking something, and if they do not make a move at the trade deadline, the Celtics probably are not going to the NBA Finals.
2: That's what I would believe. They just have so much young, so many young guards that aren't getting playtime that other teams could use and group, develop them. Um, Get rid into, of Carson Edwards. Yeah, Carson Get, Edwards. Toss. Awesome. Waters.
0: I played against Jermaine Waters in AU. Dunked I hit, he uh, threw a lob and dunked all over my friend. Oh. To Jermaine Samuels. John. To Jermaine Samuels. Yeah, I want Andre Jermaine, dude. I want Andre does Like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't fix the Embiid problem because Embiid just absolutely toast oh, him. Head, head. I think I talked about this last week. Literally, Drummond is, what, his seventh or eighth year in the league. He's two or three years older than Jalen Brown, and he's going to be the greatest rebounding player of all time in a mm. small ball era where you can consistently <laughs> find – a job, and your job is to get 16, 17 rebounds a game for, he probably has a long career coming up, like granted, oh, also last night, all-time flex, he has to switch his jersey every yeah. single quarter, because he sweats too much like, yeah. wow, that imagine you're missing the I most important fact Ugh. that
2: he is a UConn alumni
0: so his internet is in a way so is kind of <laughs> in a way
1: <laughs> um, also just saying with Drummond, uh, Kanter's been stepping up a little yes. bit lately and it would be nice to see Cantor and Drummond together. I think they could be a good fit together.
0: You'd have to get rid of Hayward. That'd be like a
2: buddy comedy if they find themselves in the same locker room. Those All two right. guys
0: are funny. The rest of these comments stink, so let's just end it. I mean, the questions are just not good. I got, I got one last point. I have one last thing. Is uh, okay. Andre Drummond used to date Jeanette McCurdy? People forget, and I'm here to bring that back up. When he had the braces Carly that's Chick? terrifying. Yep. Yep. That is what? absolutely. People, terrifying. People... No right, I'll, look I'll look it up, dude. It was forever ago. When he first got in the league, he had the braces and everything. That's, that's horrifying. horrifying. That is scary. <laughs> here it is. is that, look. A poor that poor girl. That poor girl. She's old, dude. She's I think she's as old as he is. No, but like she's too no small. Way. Like she's too <laughs> small for him. He's gonna break her, bro. Like what? Oh (laughs) yeah. So people forget that. That is your, uh, your, I don't know, weekly. I don't know. That was a rich couple, man. That iCarly money is probably still paying, but yeah, that's my final thought.
2: But I, I did get a text from a guy I trust in baseball that says, um, that MLB's investigation is expected to wrap up against the Red Sox this by the end of the week. And they're not expected to find much of anything. Which is a good thing for us.
1: Boston's good at covering things up. Yeah,
2: just kind of like a waste of time now. We're just kind of waiting if there's going to be a bombshell. But I trust this guy, and it says they're not—they're not finding anything. All right, shout out Red Sox. No <laughs>
1: asterisk. But we'll take the title away for the Astros. Our, our title's clean. Our title's clean. Uh, my final thought is that uh, I will be at Apex Entertainment. On Tuesday, February plug. 4th, with Taco <laughs> Fall. The Taco hard. costumes are coming back out. Ooh. And I uh, can't wait to see Taco you again. You like
0: uh, do, you, do you think he likes those now? Do you think?
1: Probably not.
0: No. But when, when
1: a company reaches out to GRD and then myself and says, hey, we want that, we got to go do it. You know what I mean? Oh, wait.
0: One last thing. Uh, you got McGregor or Cowboy this weekend? McGregor. The glorious one. Obviously, I got to find anywhere that sells proper twelve year in this. just sit in my oh yeah lights Hammer off apartment and just watch it <laughs> alright that'll this be is fun been... wait Joe did you say in your uh, final thought if you had one no final thought J.R. Smith at the Celtics <laughs> I'm behind <laughs> that I'm very behind that anyways this has been episode 26 of Boston's Big 3 presented by Ride the Wave Media and sponsored by 1 in 100 thank you for watching hopefully listening on Apple slash Spotify slash wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, i saying that for 26 episodes. Hey, Coral!